Welcome to the Integrity Audio Podcast with your host James Winter, house music producer and DJ who reveals all his music production insights, nightlife industry knowledge and mindset advice in candid, raw, honest conversations with both up-and-coming talent and global industry leaders so that you can be ahead of the curve in the world of electronic music. Hey everyone, I'm your host James Winter. Welcome back to the Integrity Audio community. If you haven't done it already, give our podcast a review on Apple Podcasts, follow us on Spotify, and please share this on your Instagram stories and tag us. That's at Integrity Audio IG, as this helps us to grow and reach as many of you as possible, so we can keep building a solid community this way and provide value to more people. Next up, Kerry Wallace of the infamous Sash Sydney comes and drops tons of knowledge bombs for us. He shares everything from how to run a nightclub brand properly and still keep going strong to this day, what he believes about the scene of ours that others might disagree with, the origins of Sash that most people don't know, and much more. All right, keep it locked, people, and let's get into it. Hi, Kerry, and welcome to the Integrity Audio Podcast. Thanks for coming on, mate. I know you're a busy guy, so... <laughs> no worries. Thanks for having us. No worries, man. Um, yeah, so just for people who might want to know a bit more about you, or just to, just to give people a bit of an introduction, mate, um, whereabouts are you from? And um, what was life like for you growing up? Uh, I'm from. I'm actually from Sydney. So I think a few people still think I'm from UK, but I'm from Sydney. <laughs> um, and yeah, grew up here. Um, was actually a chef before uh, for promoting and DJing took over. Um, and then moved over to Europe um, when I was about twenty something. Don't remember what, but twenty something. And then um, lived over in. Uh, London for five years, and then I breathed for two years, and then um, and then made my way back here. Nice one, yeah. You sound like you got a bit of an unusual accent. Sounds like you got a bit of a English twang to your accent, though, mate. Supposedly I do, but of course I don't hear it. Uh, Laura, do you hear it? You hear my English accent? Supposedly, I love it. Yeah, okay. So it's my my lady just near me. <laughs> yeah. Um. So how, how's how's Sash going for you at the moment? I was I was uh, is is everything starting to to get a bit busier or like what's the situation over there with Sydney? Well, Sash at the moment, unfortunately, is closed again. So I'm wearing, uh, as you know, we're in lockdown. So, um, yeah, not great, but um, we're doing a whole lot of planning and all stuff of, uh, for next year, later this year. And um, I've just been concentrating on all the different cities, which I've had more time to do. So so Sash Melbourne is, is up and running monthly um, and looks like the only Sash currently open. So that's in um it's actually in a month's time. Um Sash Brisbane also currently closed, locked down. <laughs> Sash um uh, Wollongong just got is also locked down, so that got postponed and working on Cairns, Perth, um and what else? Somewhere else. Oh um and possibly some shows in Canberra and a little tour in New Zealand. So to be honest, pretty busy, but <laughs> just not um out being the same busy that I'd like to be. All right, it's still good to see that you're um, that you're still pushing on and everything, and, and still planning for the future because obviously it's going to come to an end at some point, isn't it? Um, just rewinding a bit, mate. So when did you get back? When did you get into electronic music and like what started it all for you? Uh, I started DJing when I was sixteen, I think sixteen, and um, was DJing hip hop, and then slowly, um, yeah, just slowly transitioned. I think I played trance for a while, <laughs> and then um, and then and then got to Soulful House at that time in Sydney. Soulful House was, was quite big, um, a tank, 
different people that live here would, 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 have, would remember Tank. You might not remember that nightclub, but Tank nightclub. And it was all, yeah, all the big soulful house guys, McGraw, Migs, all that sort of stuff. Um, and then, yeah, just slowly progressed through. So, yeah, I don't know. I guess maybe probably 20, 21, something like that was where the electronic stuff sort of started coming through or that, or at least house, that side of it, you know? So. Nice so, one. Yeah. And, um, so Sash, obviously a massive history with Sash. Yeah, talk us, talk us, talk to us about you know the the first few parties, how it started, you know the ups and downs of Sash, and you give everyone a bit of a story and you know how it developed and everything. Mm, sure. Um, well, Sash actually started in in London, which I think a lot of people don't really know either. So it was a it was a kick on party from um, Egg Nightclub every Sunday. Started okay. at midday, went through to midnight um, at the Chapel Bar in Islington. Uh, so that's oh, actually yeah, where it started <laughs> you know that yeah yeah yeah. Um, yeah so yeah it actually started there I used to live around the corner in Islington as well so yeah started there and was going there for a couple of years and then that's when I bailed and went off to Ibiza uh, then came back to Sydney and after a little while realised um, there was a bit of a gap in Sundays and decided to rebirth it and I think almost what are we ten and a half years later we're still cracking on <laughs> yeah, so talk to us about you know there must have been a point at, when you when you're first starting it it can get get quite tiring you know trying to build it up and trying to build awareness for the brand and everything is there, is there any point where you thought uh, stuff this I, I want to quit or do you just you just kept going like you know t- for any people who want to know who are just getting started and want want to have a brand eventually like Sash what what advice have you got for them I don't know when we started Sash I guess it's you really gotta you gotta want it be hungry for it, do everything towards it every second of the day and whether it be promotion or your marketing or bookings or um, – but I've said this a few times, all good parties start with a good group of friends and in reality that's what Sash was. We were just a group of friends looking to party and um, we most certainly did that. So, you know, when we <laughs> when, when parties, you know, Circle Loco, I could name a few around the world, they all start with just a core group of people couple of them yeah. being being them being I guess somewhat the leaders or like the you know the, the DJs and the promoters within the, within the group and and um and that's how good parties actually always start. So my advice is to gather your crew and make sure you've got a solid crew of friends around you that all want to party and and love the music and um you know and are all about it. Um and things and as long as you're putting in hundred percent, you know, things will roll in the direction that they should. Um and you know what lucky enough for us they they did with Sash and and still, still kind of growing, I guess, even after eleven years, so or ten years, so. Yeah, and um, what do you think are some of the pitfalls that people need to look out for when the when the the building something like this? Because they're doing it for over a decade now, there must have been a few. Keep it, keep an eye out for dodgy venue operators. <laughs> um, um, what's to look out for? Look, it's natural stuff that happens along the way, you know. Just always be a good person. Be about the music. Don't you know? Don't ever try and rip people off with door prices or like you know over overdo stuff like that. You know, think of yourself as the patron. Change the position and and make sure that their their experience from the door host to the door girl that collects the money to um, the security to how uh, if you're if you're a promoter how you treat your treat your DJs. Make sure they're comfortable. Make sure they have drinks. You know treat them treat everyone well um you yeah. know there's a few there's pieces of the puzzle you've got to get right um you know a really good venue the venue is a big piece of any puzzle for a party um 
you know, try try your best to just switch yourself to to the patron and think about how, you know, or think about how you feel when you go out, you know. So try yeah. your best to, to, to get out or to do that as well as you can. And, um, yeah, there should be um, should be cream at the end of the rainbow. Yeah, it's, I think um, the success of any party or, an, or any business or anything really is how well you're serving the, the people who are coming really, isn't it? Of course. Well, they're like, you know, and also the younger people. So I remember someone said to me a long time ago, it's like if you see younger people starting to come to your party, you know, don't frown your nose at it, you know, because they're your future. You're silly to do that. I've yeah. seen pro- promoters do that, you know. Um, and also, you know, you're there to educate them as well and, and show them show them this music. A lot of them wouldn't, wouldn't, you know, especially maybe Sash-wise. None of it's um, produced really over here to a certain extent. It's all, it's all from, you know, it's all produced overseas and artists overseas. And, you know, it's not played on the radio here, unlike overseas as well. So it's like, you know, you're not, not you're educating them, but I guess, you know, in a weird way you are. So, you know, I, we've seen that in Brisbane fully. There's uh, some crew there that, that, of course, they knew what house music was, but they didn't really know our style of it or, you know, a bit more stripped back, a bit more cool maybe. Um, yeah, and we've got some crew in Brisbane that are just like, and younger guys too, younger guys and girls, and they are absolutely frothing every week now. <laughs> so, you know, it's important. Did you ever feel like there was a time when uh, the, your music? Because I, I personally love the music that you guys, um, that you guys play, the DJs that you book. It's been my sort of music for a long time. But has there ever sure. been? Has, has there ever been a time when we feel like it wasn't working with people, or it was a bit of a slow start? Not really to be honest, because, I mean, the music we're playing at Sash now is is different to the music we were playing at the beginning, but that's just the natural progression of the party and the people involved in it, you know, being me, Jake, Gabby, and, and musically the direction we sort of went, um, being the residents and that you know, we've taken the party and, you know, we kind of, you know, me and the boys, that Chris and Marley, that, that work with me in the on the on the whole event you know we all care about music and and are a part of its transition and new stuff that comes up and new stuff um you know stuff maybe we don't like we don't want the brand to be associated with which we've definitely chosen some routes with that um but yeah um yeah not really i guess is the answer (laughs) oh that's good that's good because uh yeah a lot of people struggle to find their own sound especially Somewhere like Melbourne, when it's uh, it's a lot of melodic techno and a lot of disco. Like when I first came over here back in like 2012, it's completely different because I'm from Leeds, and um, you know they're yep. just as ahead as anyone else in uh, like London and Leeds are like really on par with each other music wise. And uh, then I came over here, and although it's got an amazing music scene in Melbourne, I was just shocked at that how little there was. Um, musically in terms of what i like and then um it was good to see i remember seeing you guys booking some of my favorite DJ, djs up at sash back in 2013 2014 now so yes good to find yeah, that who was that who was that oh, I, I can't remember I, it might have been it might have been uh, i possibly Yep. Melbourne, um, their scene has derived a little bit from all their festivals and, and most of their festivals are, you're right, hard techno, progressive, or then on the flip side, they seem to have a lot of disco, <laughs> do you know? Yeah. So they don't really, they don't have a lot of our sort of more sort of minimal stripped back house and 
um, and I guess just house. They don't in Melbourne. That's why that's why we've taken Sash to Melbourne because we know there's people that want that. There's not besides maybe Breakfast Club and Mantra, the Mantra Boys. Yeah, like there's very few people that actually kind of play our sound or brands that run parties, let alone festivals. Um, with kind of, I guess, look, I would say the predominant Europe sound, if you want to call it that, <laughs> do you know, yeah, like through yeah. through through London, through through the whole of England and, and th- throughout Europe, you know, it's the predominant sound, I guess, in electronic music at least, um, where, yeah, Melbourne is, is um, definitely riddled with, um, with either hard, hard techno, um, progressive, or then um, fluffy disco, <laughs> which is kind of strange, <laughs> to be fair. So... <laughs> Um, but yeah, it's kind of it's it's weird the way that it is like that. But hey, it is, and it works for them, and you know, good for them too. So yeah. Um, so in terms of like artists and music and genres, what sort of stuff have you been enjoying at the moment? Like artists, have you got any ones that uh, people should look out for that they don't really know about that you're that you've been loving? Okane's really cool. If people haven't yes, heard of Okane, Mihai. Look, Mihai's an obvious one, but Mihai keeps putting out bombs as well. Um, the Tellum label, if you know the Tellum label, yep. they're, they're yep. always putting out really cool, cool stuff. Um, yeah, my mate Dave's on that, Nico Maxson. I think you know him, don't you? Yeah, Nico. He's actually playing our next party in in uh, Melbourne. Finally enough. Yeah, I'm going to come to that. So yeah, come that. I'll have, yeah, I'll come say hello. <laughs> going on to your DJ, mate. Where's been your favourite place to play in the world so far? Do you reckon? Look, most prolific is probably when I played DC10. I'd say. Yeah. Yeah, I remember seeing um, that. Which was last, last no, actually I put it up three, I think three years ago, two years ago. Obviously, COVID's put this big gap into everything now. Um, so, but yeah, look, probably, probably TC10 and, and Fabric have played there three times now. But to be honest, and not saying this because it's my party, but I love playing at Sash, playing that, play, playing Sash by day and, and on the long weekends when you've got that full courtyard completely buzzing with the 3,000. Obviously, this was before COVID. Um, and then on top of that, yeah, the, the big main room when we have when we have it completely stacked. And then and then breakfast, you know, there are three different things I've just mentioned, but they're all they're all pretty special. And, you know, there's been many, many international artists that has come by and said, man, this is just this is world class. This is this is this is sick. You know, so yeah. I, 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 of course, I'm biased, but I, I agree. You know, <laughs> it's probably, <laughs> probably I played heaps. I played heaps of gigs in in Europe, which, to be honest, Sash has Sash has been a million times better than for sure. You know, just in vibe and and um and stuff. Yeah, the the party in general. You know, m- biased opinion, of course, but yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Fair enough, man. Um, yeah, that's it's good to know because um, yeah, and a lot of people want to come and check it out, and yeah. I wanted to, wanted to ask you, um, what do you reckon are the differences because you because you do the day by day and by night? Um, what do you reckon is are the differences between playing a day party and a night party for DJs who are you know inexperienced DJs who want to know more? Well, look, I guess daytime. You know, I guess I'll relate it to Sash because we've got both. So yeah, I mean daytime is is. I think personally, and I guess as the promoter, yeah, it's daytime vibes. It's housey. It's afternoon house. It's, it's deep. It's grinding, and and of course, towards the end, can can pump up a bit more, um, which which we typically do. Um, nighttime, yeah, it's probably a bit more of a, a bit more of a you know not seedier, but um, <laughs> I like to use that word. Um, you know, there's a bit of a bit of a darker glow in the room, and and the music possibly is a little more tougher than the day for sure. Do you know? 
So, um, but yeah, I guess my advice would be to, to think about that. Think about your, your, um, your situation and where you're playing and who's around you and how busy the room is and, and all those factors. Uh, you know, I heard a while ago some, it was a female DJ, but they, they go as far as to organize their record box into playlists, which are summer, afternoon, sunshine, open air, and then afternoon closed, closed, you know, closed, um, closed festival or, you know, like they actually go yeah. real deep and meaningful into separating their tunes out while they're at home into, into situations where we're totally, you know, dependent on yeah. super particular um, factors, <laughs> which is, I've, I don't personally do, but, you know, I think it's pretty cool <laughs> sitting at home and listening to tunes and thinking actually that would be perfect yeah. for a Sunday afternoon at 4 p.m. So, yeah, look, I guess the advice would be really think about that tune and how that tune makes you feel um, and, try and, and try and place it. Do you know, does, is that going to work at, at 2 a.m. in a club? No, probably not. Would that work at 6 p.m. in an afternoon open air sort of, um, you know, like a sash by day scenario? Yeah, maybe that, that fits better there, do you know? So it's just just, just pre-thinking about, 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 the, about the feeling of the tune and, and, how, and how, how best placed, basically. Yeah, definitely, man. Um, what do you believe about the electronic music scene that you reckon most people would disagree with, an opinion that you've got about it? Something which I know we believe in, basically, I guess I relate it to Sash and what we do is, you know, on a, on a DJing front, I guess from me personally, you don't need to, and some people would disagree with this because certain DJs definitely don't play the way I'm about to suggest, is that in reality, music is produced by a producer and meant to be left alone. You don't need to fuck with it and add all these crazy effects and all these stabs and all this stuff, yeah. you know, just let it play. Let the, let the tune do the talking. Um, and I'm a, and I'm a fan and play like that. And, um, and yeah, a fan of, I remember the defected in the house guys, um, years ago, it's, it's like you put one tune into the next and just do it really well. And to be honest, that's, that shows the skill of a DJ. You don't need these, you know, reverbs and, and all, all these yeah. echoes and all this, all this stuff because it just ruins it, I think. Do you know? Some people would disagree with that. Um, and I can probably relate. I guess it's less is more is what I'm trying to say. Um, and then on the other tip, connecting the dots with if you're a promoter and what we do at Search as well, I guess in relation to the lighting I remember when we went to home nightclub and we started taking over the main room, we said to them, right, turn off all the lights. We don't want any strobe. We don't want anything moving around too fast. We want it on red and that's the brief. And they looked at us like, what the fuck? <laughs> you know, like you don't need, you don't need crazy lasers flying everywhere and you don't need all that stuff. You know, it's a small portion, sure. Um, but that stuff can be done tastefully and, and not over the top. You know, there's, I could name a couple of clubs here in Sydney where that's all they do is 50 lights flying around the joint. You know, you don't really need it. It's, it's about the sound system and it's about the person behind the decks playing music. It's not really about this crazy, yeah. crazy light show, in my opinion. So people would disagree with that, but <laughs> that's my take. So, yeah, what, what, what I'll do is I'll, I'll come towards wrapping it up, mate. Um, I just wanted to ask you a couple of extra questions. So with everything that we've spoken about um, on the podcast, what do you reckon is the biggest takeaway from this conversation you could uh, give to people in terms of advice? I guess it's like anything. 
if you really want it, you'll get it. Um, but I guess maybe circling back to what I said before, just switch yourself to that patron and think about everything. We always make sure that our door girls um, or boys are super welcoming and because that is the first point of contact. There's nothing more. I could give you a few examples of times I've gone places and you just have this horrible you know, interaction at the door for some reason or yeah. security or something like that and, and it just puts a, you know, you might not know it at the time. I mean, you'd know it at the time, but you mentally going to just be, you know, I can tell you a place in Melbourne where this happened and, and I'll always remember it, you know, nothing against the venue because it's not their fault. But um, but at the same time, you know, I remember going there and, and it was just fucking like it was shit. Yeah. So yeah, as a, promo- a promoter was, think of everything. Think of the feeling, switch yourself, the feeling as you walk through that door, the first interaction, the security, um, the venue that you're at, the bar prices, make sure they don't take the piss. Your entry price should be should be not not too much, but should be good enough to make sure that you you pull out a profit because that's what you're there to do. Yeah. Um, book book cleverly. Make sure you have a six sound system. I would of course advise to get function one always, <laughs> as I do. Um, and um, and treat treat your DJs like like the kings and queens that they are. Um, do everything you can to make sure everyone around you is um, is happy. And if you do that, and you're a clever booker, um, and you care about this, then ultimately you continue on. Because it took me a lot of years to get there as well. Um, if you continue on that track and and continue to do that and keep the patron in mind, then you'll get there. Yeah, definitely. It's always the the biggest focus is always a customer in any, in any business, any any industry, isn't it? I guess. Totally, and I think the nightclub industry, probably worldwide, forgets that. You know, some 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 venues definitely get end up end up with a bit of attitude, and um, we're better than you scenario, and and um, yeah, it, it's just not going to work. You know, they end up faltering and and um and and don't exist at some point anyway. So look, put it this way: there's a reason Sasha's been around for ten and ten plus years. You know, I presume presume we're we're doing the right things. Um, so yeah, so that's my advice for promoters for sure. Yeah, nice one, man. That's that's brilliant advice. I'm sure everyone will be be listening and, and taking notes on that one. Uh, hopefully, there'll be a couple more parties that pop up with the sort of music that that Sash plays. I've got a party coming up as well in 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 December, I think. So, oh, cool. Yeah. Where? What are you doing? Um, we're doing it. Going to do it at Circus. Um, it's going to the night. The night name is Overground House, and um, it's going to be me, Joseph Connor. Cooper Dodge, um, uh, Dan Gull. Um, yeah, we're just all like minimal, like minimal house, deep house producers, and um, just want to put a good party on there. And that circus seems like the, the, the right venue for us with the, the new renovation and everything. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I know Nick, the the owner of Circus, is a good friend. Yeah, man. Um, just one of a so, so just five quick fire questions I'll ask you, then we'll wrap it up, mate. Um, now, uh, they're completely unrelated to to this interview. It's just for for a bit of fun and for a bit of value. Oh yeah, yeah, Nick Nick Young, yeah, yeah. I've known him for many years, about ten years now. <laughs> um, yeah, he's a wild, he's, so, a, he's a wild fucker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've been round to his place a few times, and yeah, parted with him a few times at circus. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, yeah, just five quick, quick five questions to wrap it up anyway, mate. Um, wh- what's your favorite music other than electronic music? 
Um, I actually play a thing at home all the time okay. and in our office called Groove Salad. <laughs> Sounds weird, but it's um it's on Tune 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 In Radio. It's like an online radio station. My mate in um in um my mate in Barcelona has a uh, has like a a weed a weed uh like a weed place where you can go and smoke weed. Like it's, I guess it's illegal, but it's legal. It's one of the one of the you know like like in Amsterdam. Um, and he played yeah. he played it there. I was like, what is this? This is sick. Just cool backgroundy, jazzy, deep groovy. It's not ha- not necessarily even house, but but yeah, that's um that's that's what I play a lot of actually. So or like uh, you know don't don't DJ of course, but just um have it on in the background. Yeah, yeah, nice one. Groove groove salad. You said yeah, groove salad. Yeah, type it into Google. It will come straight up. It's mad. Nice one. I'll check it out, man. I, I love funk and jazz and all that sort of shit. So that's good. Yeah, it's that. Yeah, um, what's your, what's your favorite breakfast? And don't say Sash. <laughs> <laughs> well, it is breakfast at Sash. I can't give you any other answer. There's no chance. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, favorite movie? Uh, Goonies. Nice one. Yeah, that's one of my favorites as well. That's a good choice. Um, what's your favorite place in the world to visit? I just booked last night flights from Sydney direct to Amsterdam. It's literally in a year's time because that's probably when I can actually get out of here. Um, I, it used to be Ibiza. I have to say it's probably Amsterdam now. Second, um, se- a close second Ibiza. Not really for um, the clubs as much as, I, of course, I love them, but um, more so for the island. Yeah, Amsterdam's such a cool city. I went there a couple of years ago for the first time. Um, so, so good to see the roads empty. And I went to Claire. went to went to a real loads of nice restaurants there it's a really really cool like forward thinking city yeah we did sash at claire last time we were there actually oh so. nice so i think claire claire shut down too it's gone it's it looks oh really it looks like an upside down revolver upstairs with the chairs on the ceiling and shit <laughs> yeah that's true yeah cool little <laughs> club though Definitely. yeah and um what's your favorite tv series Currently, um, Animal Kingdom. We're just watching. We've been waiting for the new season to come out. Just came out. Um, only released one a week. What's it on, babe? It's on Stan. It's on Stan. That's an yeah. Australian thing. But at, but um, look up Animal Kingdom. It's mad. It's actually Australian, actually. But you wouldn't think so. But it's really cool. Yeah, it's a good show. I've been watching it. Yeah, I've watched quite a few yeah, episodes yeah. of that. Yeah, it's wicked. Mm, mm. Mate, um, thank you very much for your time. It's it's been a long time coming, but um, yeah, yeah we're, sorry we're about that. That's no, all right. <laughs> sorry about the connection. <laughs> uh, that's okay. All good. No worries. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Thanks a lot, mate. I'll, I'll I'll chat to you soon. Okay. Nice one. Thanks for having me, bro. Nice one. See you later. Thanks for listening to the Integrity Audio podcast. If you'd like to check out our website, that's www.integrityaudiomusic.com and hit subscribe on Apple Podcasts and support us on Spotify Podcasts. Thanks a lot.